Dave, do you sense the fear in Walker's voice when he talks about playing lines this yeah, week? Yeah, it's like a um, psycho babbling. You know, it's like you can <laughs> I'm not worthy. <laughs> Did you just say someone who knows football and lions in the same sentence? Didn't like the skin. I was like, we're going to bitch and shit all over everybody. At the end of the league, when I win, I'm going to take a small bottle of champagne and spread my ass. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hawk Dog Report. We're going to do a week seven recap. And we're going to look ahead to week eight. I'm here with my co-host, owner of Players Galladay, Mr. Walker Tassin, and our producer, owner of I'm So Hypey Hypey, Andrew Chang. How you doing, fellas? Doing great, man. What's up? I got a trivia question for you guys right off the bat. Can you tell me what word this is? I'm going to read the definition. A lump of a, semi, of a sem, semi-liquid substance. That's got to be the glob, man. Yes, it is, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. The glob has expanded, and I am within it, as are about five or six other teams. Honestly, I'm just happy to be in the glob. I'm a grateful globber right now. <laughs> I, I would have never pictured that for you, man. I've been envying you all year. It's, I know. It's, it's not easy to reconcile with. It's sort of the beauty of this league, though. It's like you look at our power rankings every week. You got two huge upsets this past week that we're going to get into in just a second. But um, a, a lot of this is just like throwing darts at a dartboard. You don't know where it's going to land. You think you have a good team this week. And then all of a sudden, you know, you play Lions and Devontae Adams has like a 77. You know, the projections no. mean nothing. More than ever, the projections mean nothing. Throw them out. Throw them out. Throw, out. Throw them out. We Throw don't need out. them anymore. Art, it's great to see Art um, get some life. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, especially with his roster, man. I mean, his roster is so it's it's so pretty. You know, like I want pieces on that roster. You, you wouldn't trade your roster for it, but you might. You know, you want you want like a little chunk of it. Yeah, I wish I wish I I had to. Yeah, I, I wish I was in some of his decision making when it, when the draft came around. You know. Yeah, and and I know it doesn't make any sense to do this, but you know how like some matchups. You like pick one play and you're like, oh, that's the play that won the matchup, even though that doesn't make any sense when you score these things at the end. But that yeah. Boston Scott touchdown on Thursday oh, night, huge. huge, that little Took points away. That pass. Yeah. Took points oh. away from Luke. I thought the same the defense. thing, man. I was like, um, I, I remember watching that and I was like, Boston fucking Scott. I, <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe it, man. I was like, this is it. This is what he needed. What the, the other big upset this week, um, Aside from Art, was it Tor or was it? It was Tor. Oh, it was yeah. Tor, and he Definitely beat the champ, Tor. right? He beat number yeah. one. He beat, he, he beat the number one. He took down the staggering stallions. We needed he made that. staggering. He made him change their name. Well, what's his name now? I haven't. Even... Staggering stallions it used to be the swaggering. He got. He got. He said he got a little too close to the sun. Oh, oh, he's a little too cocky. Huh? He ordered so a, a hot sake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it got cocky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A little slice of humble pie. Yeah, he's he's glob proof right now. He, he gets a loss, he stays in first. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> he, he, you know, a couple more losses. Um, you know, this week it's going to be tough without Dalvin Cook. But like I said, we'll get into more of that later. Um, we're going to just you know prep the the league here next week. We are going to do a mid season around mid season. Um, recap and league awards so we're gonna come up with some categories and just everyone i mean it's a little tease you know what i mean a little ra- old-fashioned radio tease we're gonna hit you with that next week that's for our loyal listeners so if you have some unique awards this week throw them in the hot dog chat and you might see them on ne- next week's podcast help us out all right it's that moment we've all been waiting for
Look, if you're anything like me, the first thing I do in the morning on Tuesdays is check those power rankings. I may know what they are. You know, the night before, Drew obviously posted them, but I'm all about checking those power rankings. So let's get into it. Our week eight power rankings starting at number 12, Odell. Yeah. Don't listen to these people, Ricky. You're a winner. You got the gift. Always remember, if you ain't first, you're last. Connor, man. Connor, you know, Connor's falling on some tough luck. I mean, Odell Beckham going out was, God, that was fucking massive because, I mean, he made some really heady plays starting Giovanni Bernard, Cole Beasley. I mean, it, you know, it might not seem like it, but deciding who to start between Cam Newton and Deshaun Watson is a fucking headache, and he made the right call this week, and he still just got he's, – he's just being smited, I feel like, you know, but uh, he's he's sticking in there, man. He – his season, like, you know when he almost beat me? He got that Rex Burkhead, amazing game. His oh, season yeah. really dipped after that. Um, if he gets that win, he, you know, things might have turned out different for him, or at least he'd be in competition right now, and he'd have at least a shot. That, looking at that one win is, is just rough. You see Odell go out. Mike Evans um, gets, like, two catches a game. It's really just, you know. You pick your team. You think you have studs like Watson, Evans, Beckham, um, Cole Beasley. Just kidding. Um, but he he it just hasn't worked out. You get a cluster of injuries and a cluster of guys underperforming, and it can get ugly quickly. Yeah, you know, I mean, what one thing that's really interesting about Connor, like for being one and six, like every week he tends to make like the best decisions almost on his uh, start or sit decisions. You know what I mean, like. He's he's got that going for him right now. So if you think you got a cakewalk when you're coming up with Connor, you better think again because he was very close to beating what I thought was the best team this week, which was great. He almost beat Grady. Like, what was the what was the score? What was the margin? I think it ended up like, being like one one twenty four to like one thirteen or something. Yeah, or like one fourteen, like, like twelve points or something like that. But if Odell would have played the whole game. Connor probably like you know and Odell it's does like or, two quarters. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like just de- kind of does what he does. I mean, Odell's liable to put up a fourteen plus any any week. That's like almost kind of baseline for him. So like, if I told you that Baker Mayfield was going to throw for five touchdowns this weekend and Odell Beckham would get a zero in fantasy, you tell me I'm dumb. You know, I tell you're dumb, but also that's a great like sports thing to say, right? I hear that so much in sports. <laughs> the if I told you thing. Yeah, and, yeah, and that was a great timing, great usage of it. But yeah, he, you look at that game, the score, all that happened with the offense, and you know, Rashad Higgins and whoever that random white guy is on the tight end on the Browns. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. Great guy. I'm recruiting him on my team for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Watch list. Harrison Bryant, yeah. baby. Yeah, like he's doing it right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Award winner. He's on my board right now. Um. All right. Well, Connor, one and six. There's enough games for him to make a move, or at least uh, you know he could be an anarchist and ruin people's chances to get in the playoffs. So still has a lot to play for. So let's get into our number eleven team, the Clyde Frog Show. Got room for one more if you still want to go to Aspen. Where did you find that? Some kid back in town traded the van for it straight up. I can get seventy miles to the gallon on this hog. You know, Lloyd, just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! <laughs> big Art. Big Art had a big week this week. It started off with Boston Scott, and it ended with an upset. Uh, a guy who's been really pretty steady up at the top of the rankings. I, I mean, this this really made the glob interesting, if you ask me. Yeah, he's not in the glob, but he he, he directed what happened to the glob this week. Um, oh, yeah. He contributed to the to the globiness. And he's, you know, he's got Lamar Jackson back. Obviously, it's tough to win like that and lose Godwin. Um, but Art's sneaky. Art's sneaky good. He's a dark horse. Um, you know, he, he put Dontrell Inman in there, and like when he did that, I was like, 
I mean, he could have, this could have been uglier. You know what I mean? Like uh, he easily got the 108 points that he, you know I mean? Like, I guess a guy like me, I look at 108 points, like, Oh, good job. (laughs) But, uh, you know what? He, he could have, uh, he had more points to spare. He could have made this better. You know what I mean? So you got to watch out for the Clyde frog show. Edward Tiller is a really, really good pick. He's starting to shine. Um, oh, I know, man. He's just getting sparked by this bell thing. He's got, he's got, uh, John Brown has been out since week two or no, week four, but kind of since week two. He's got John Brown coming back. He's going to have Lamar Jackson starting for him. He's got Naheem Hines is solid. And you got to think that T.Y. Hilton is going to be better than he's been, right? Like, you just got to think. You know, do you guys ever look at the the cards and look at the green and the green and red like it's a good matchup or yeah. a bad matchup? You look at T.Y. Hilton's card from like week eight onwards; it's like all green. So yeah, it'd be. I think that Art. I still think this. I've been saying it since the first fucking week. You stick man. to this take. Yeah, You're Art die is on a the top tail. six team, and whether he's at the end of the year, he has the same record as the the actual sixth team, and maybe Art's out because of points because Art does need to catch up in points. I think he's just as good. He's gonna have the same record as the sixth place team in our league. Yeah, yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah, and he's yeah, got he's, the. Go ahead. Well, you got to think like though. I mean, I have no choice but to think like this. But when I'm looking at like everybody else and all the points they put up, like I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, like my guys haven't peaked yet, right? <laughs> everybody else's guys may have peaked. You know, like Arthur doesn't have many guys that have done their best. I feel like so he might have all of his team do the best in the second half, you know? I, I agree. And I have, I, I think, I, I have high hopes for Art um, and the three-headed monster that is Tanyan Cook and Dalton Schultz. You know? <laughs> That's where all the tight ends are. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, we're going to move on from Art. Big win, big upset. We're going to go into number 10 on our power rankings, the South Beach All-Stars. Before this game started, Kilmer said, 48 minutes the next 48 years of our lives. I say fuck that. Right? I say fuck that. Let's go out there and we'll play the next 24 minutes for the next 24 minutes. And we'll leave it all out on the field. We got the rest of our lives to be mediocre, but we have the opportunity to play like gods for the next half of football. But we can't be afraid to lose. There's no room for fear in this game. And we go out there, and we half-ass it because we're scared. All we're left with is an excuse. We're always going to wonder. But we go out there, and we give it absolutely everything. That's heroic. Let's be heroes. Cole. Man, Cole has run into some rough times this week, but you know what? I mean, on and off well, the field, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, on and off the field, yeah. But uh, you know, it, it's kind of the one like he's a deep team, and the one thing you can't have when you have a deep th- team, like he was weathering some injuries early, and now he's getting more injuries. So is long it, his his season is really kind of uh, how healthy are these guys, and how much are they going to play? Really, because if they play you got to watch out, but if they don't play, you know, I mean, he, he could be, you know, he, he, you know, we just don't know, he, but it, he's got the talent. If You know how my, I fixed my wagon to the, or I planted my flag on the Tennessee Titans. Like I kind of live or die with their offense. Oh yeah. yeah. He's done that with the St. Louis Rams. And that's like, that experiment has not gone well. He has both Rams tight ends. Goff has not looked great. Um, Edelman, uh, that's not inside of the Rams, but the, he doesn't look great. Edelman's one of those T.Y. Hilton guys and Zach Ertz, where it's like these guys aren't even getting like four to five points a week, and they're traditional fantasy studs. Um, Cole has a few of those guys, but like I said, he's in the infirmary. So a lot – Cole's team, um, there's a fog around Cole's team. Uh, you, you sort of don't really know what it is because of McCaffrey sitting right there. I looked at his projections going forward, McCaffrey, even though he's not playing. He's like a quarterback. Yeah, he's like know, 23 right? yeah. a week. You know, he's like, you got like Lamar Jackson down there. So like, I, I, I'm getting redundant um, with this, but he just has to stay like beneath, like one spot beneath the glob or inside the glob. 
and he can make a strong run. You don't want to play his team late in the season. No, man. Like if I told if I told you that you drafted if you drafted Miles Sanders, Christian McCaffrey, and Chris Carson, and I told you that they were all out, <laughs> and you were still a game out of uh, second place or third place, you'd be happy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we're dealing yeah. with a hey, we're dealing with a seasoned fantasy football manager here. This is a guy that knows how to get it done because last year, where did Cole end up at the end of the year? Cole was in the finals. That's right. Yeah, he knows good point. He, he knows yeah, how to manage down the stretch, man. He's just sitting calm. I know I've been attacking him with trade offers for like a month straight for Christian McCaffrey, and he's he stood strong. I think Cole, as you guys just said. Cole's going to be dangerous down the stretch because Walker, the opposite is true. When you look at his team in a week from now and you're like, holy shit, you have Miles Sanders, Christian McCaffrey, and Chris Carson on your team. And you're only, I don't want to play him. No, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no. I don't want to play that team. Yeah. So, so Cole, good things are good things are ahead for you, I think. Me too. Get, get, uh, get well soon, buddy. We heard Walker told us you, you hurt your foot and you have some internal issues. So um, if you need help, with your fantasy lineup and you're out, I can set it for you this week. Wink, wink. Um, let's go into number nine on our fantasy. Excuse me. Let's go to number nine on in our power rankings. Mr. Unlimited. I'm all out of food. You ate it all. Gee, you must have been so hungry. Oh. 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 I need an ambulance now. Officer down. I repeat, officer down. What the hell did you give my buttercup? I just gave him some candy and some chips and some pink popcorn and some buckets. This horse is a diabetic. Walker tore euthanized the stallions last week. He put him down. <laughs> he made that thoroughbred change his identity, change his name. He looked Tor. at that horse and he said, "You look a little overweight. You're not going to win this race. We're going to have to take you out back, and I got a special, special pill for you to eat. And you're going to go down quietly behind the barn." Oh, that's, yeah, you know that was that, gentle. That, that was that, gentle. I was thinking more like put a cover over its head and blast it with a shotgun. <laughs> 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 but Drew is gentle, kind. Dude, no, that was uh, anytime you beat somebody and they you make them question their identity, it's a big loss, you know. It feels team, better. Team, it feels team good. name change. Yeah, anytime yeah. you beat somebody and they change their team name, whoo. Yeah, Stegers having an identity crisis again. You know, that's that's right where we want him. <laughs> that's, you know, that's right where we want the first place guy. Didn't like the skin I was in. The the glob has like this magnetic force, and it's like eyeing it has its eyes on Stager right now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you look at Tor and Lockett was like the number one fantasy player last week. Travis Fulgham, um, at the end of the year, that might be like a top five guy off the waiver wire. So I was on Twitter and there was a poll that said Mike Evans or Travis Fulgham, full point PPR, rest of the season, who you taking? Fuck, man. You know what? Actually, I thought that was ridiculous when he brought that up, but. Fulgrim's the guy in Philly, man. They don't have Sanders. Fulcrum. They don't have Ertz. Ertz is going to get traded to Green Bay, probably. I mean, he's I, beasting. I mean, he's getting like he's getting like elite wide receiver numbers. He's he's like ten targets per game. Yeah. And Tor Tor got him on that week where it looked like he drafted his team off the waiver wire, <laughs> and it was one of those weeks where it's like that move was just oh he's just desperate, kind of you know reaching for anyone, and he's. He has no reason to bench that guy if he's playing. Obviously, if it's a bye week, but that's his, a huge pickup, man. His little wide receiving core is one of the best in our league. Allen Robinson, Tyler Lockett, and Travis Fulgham. I he's, know, man. He once Eckler got, comes back, ooh, yeah, exactly. oh yeah, he slides like, Eckler in for like, James White. JD oh. McKissick stands out, and you look at some other teams like Lions, for example. Like he's been doing fine with Lamaje. Like Lamaje P Ryan's the only guy I think he hasn't benched. <laughs> on his team all year and he's still doing great. So you know what you don't, I mean, I think what it is like with this extra with, with three wide receivers and a flex instead of just two wide receivers, I think it gives people more opportunity to hit a home run. 
and that's what you're seeing now. You know what I mean? As opposed to being limited in your choices. Yeah, and the extra amount of spots on your bench, our waiver wire is disgusting. Oh, so yeah, it's so gross. It is just yeah. gross. I mean, it's like the some guy named Bird and then like a hasty in there, a McKissick. It's, it's just disgusting right now. Every um, week, if you look at like the top scoring guys from the last week, it's just a list of second and third string tight ends. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's back. He's, he's right there. Um, like, like I said, three teams at three and four. He's in it. Who's he played this week? Do you have that up or do you, do you not have yeah, that he's, up? He's got the, uh, Clyde frog show. Oh shit. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that's I mean, a crazy matchup, man. That's a crazy <laughs> matchup. The two, yeah. the two upsets last week are now facing each other. Yeah, of course they are. Low class glob, probably to middle high class glob. <laughs> so he's moving up. He's getting paid more. He's moving into a nicer house in the glob. Let's move on. We're going to go into number eight. Feeling it. Shame. 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 Dave, man, you know, I, every week, you know, I, I gotta ask you, man, like every week when you're looking at your lineup and you're like getting ready to set it, like, are you just like looking at it on Saturday night? Like, just like, am I, am I just too good? Is that my problem? <laughs> the, the week, the the week previous, um, the the one where I lost with AJ Brown, I had like I, I was like f- struggling, and you know you guys know that, and I was like, oh, Singletary, AJ Brown. This week, I was like, I know my lineup. Um, you know, I just need to put Johnu Smith in there if he's healthy, and I did it, and I didn't think anything of it. And then now you look at my lineup, I'm like, I had Brandon Ayuk and TJ Hawkinson, guys that. I played Hawkinson most of the year. Ayuk, I mean, I, I don't know if that was a no-brainer, but I th- I could have put him in, in front of Smith, and it was just right there for me, you know? But, yeah, like you, I you know, like I, I'm wondering, like some of the, like especially with their added roster spots, like it, depth is almost like a curse, you know what I mean? Like I remember when I was trading Michael Thomas and Austin Eckler last year for Saquon Barkley, my goal was to make my headache easier. <laughs> And I remember that. I, it was a complete failure, right? Like, you got all the talent you need, but it's like, God, David Montgomery and Devin Singletary, those, I, I get those guys mixed up all the time. Just having to decide between the two, I, I didn't watch my head right now. I didn't watch the game last night, but I talked to my boy, and he's, and he's like, David Montgomery is, like, the worst running back he's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he's averaging, like, 3.5 yards a carry. He's one of those, like, a nice way of saying it is, like, if the game flow is, like, a certain way Montgomery can get in the end zone a couple times, but that guy is like <laughs> two yards in a cloud of, of dust. He's just got the other way. He's got a, a, a true ceiling, man. Like the guy will just not get above 10, 10, 11 point 10. Yeah. And which is like, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, I guess I can play him some weeks, but he's, you know, and, and you can't really shop him. I'm, I can't shop him now that I'm talking about him this way. <laughs> <laughs> but look, um, I've, I, I've fallen on hard times. I still love my team. I drafted well. Um, I gotta, you know, I just have to, to keep firing away and somehow get into that fifth, sixth, maybe fourth playoff spot. But if I don't, you know, if I don't make the playoffs and somehow it doesn't work out for me, it's not because I didn't have the guys. It, it's because I didn't mix around the piece as well, or just, I play tough teams every week. You know, we're having opposite seasons Walker. Um, but you know, this week I had a guy. You you came in and you only scored one twenty three. I've been waiting for a team to do that for all these weeks, and <laughs> finally it happens. <laughs> and finally it happens. I scored like a one oh nine. Well, all right. Well, so similar story with my team. Hopefully that story changes. I have and we, the matchup of the week um, is me against Grady. Dave, you couldn't be catching Grady at the right time. He's got Terry McLaurin out on bye. He's got Kenyon Drake is out now. Like he's got two key guys on his little run here that aren't going to be playing. Yeah, I think I, I honestly, and I know Walker and Grady are very <laughs> superstitious, and they don't like to 
I think you guys are funny. It's like you guys, like I told you today in my text, it's, you know, you guys think the fantasy gods are either in your favor and not in your favor and your movements are somehow leading you closer to a win or farther away from a win. I should beat them. I should win this week. <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to win this week and I should win this week. And I'm 100% okay saying that and still losing, but that should happen. Um, <laughs> and, You've coped with this season really well, Dave. That whole yeah, sentence. I've also realized, uh, <laughs> and being, that's okay. Being a therapist, um, <laughs> the only the only emotion that matters is shame, and I've had a ton of it this year. <laughs> Everything boils down to shame, and if my response just it's all coming out. Walk. It was a strident, strident, like whatever kind of he's kind opening of confidence up. You wanna you wanna see it as, but. I should win this week, God damn it, and I better win this week. On that note, we're going to move into number seven. Sound the alarm, everyone. There is a change in the power rankings. Coming in at number seven, Team Zimmerman. Do, 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 Luke Duke, Luke Duke has been like uh, he's been like one of the few fixtures at the top, and he just recently had like a little humble pie served to him this week. And uh, you know what? I've been looking at his team like he's a grinder, like Grady, but uh, his luck might be running out with this Darius mm-hmm. Slayton train, this Deontay Johnson train, this Joshua Kelly th- Kelly thing. I mean, the, he just like with these injuries and these guys coming back, he might be looking weaker down there. He might. Luke Duke might have been a premature peaker this year. And, and, let's, and let's be honest, premature peaker, yeah, it's possible. He's Prematurely getting, peaked all over his hits. Yeah, yeah. We're all getting up there in age. Uh, these yeah. things happen. Um, and let's be honest. We've all been there. The reason that Luke Duke is number seven is because of really Walker was the one who, who really made this happen. Me and Drew wanted Bob to be there, but – it's true, Walker Luke. Dude. Is... I'm sorry, man. I just look at your squad. Don't say you're sorry. You just it's too hard. You're, it's too hard to figure out who you want to start. I think. Yeah, fly back from Thailand and show Walker what's up. All right, <laughs> throw that cigarette back in his face. Yeah, yeah. Luke. It's hard to get excited about his roster, but he's done so well to this point, and he, uh, it seems like um, Luke Duke and Drew do the most off of the Hawk Dog Report as far as like trades and little moves. It seems like Luke Duke's not done. That's this isn't going to be his final roster. I bet you he has another trade or two in him. I think so too, man. Like I, you know, he's got to be because he's got so many pieces. Like and with these extra roster spots, like these, like when you're thinking about it, like these, like three for twos or these two for ones, like they actually matter for some of these guys. Because if you look at some of these guys, like lines or tour people that are in it. They got guys, they, they need spots. So, and other guys have depth in areas they don't need. So the trade potential for what's going to happen between now and the trade deadline is uh, really exciting. And Luke Duke's definitely one of those guys that's swindling right now. His eyes are moving back and forth. It's That's a great point, Walk. Like, I traded with Bob today. I traded um, Mike Davis for Antonio Brown. And it was like, I looked at Bob's team. I was like, dude, you need to start a running back like this week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nobody on the waiver wire. Yeah. So I got you, but I need somebody maybe down the line. And like, it, it does increase the opportunities for trades because with the deep bench with 12 teams in the league, it's hard. Like Dave, you made that point. You, you go to the waiver wire to look for like a running back in a starting spot. It's trash. Like it is. It's trash. Like people are going to be clamoring for Carlos Hyde. This, that, that's the best running back that you could find on the waiver wire right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, maybe. it's crazy. Or, or, so, or maybe well, that's a great DJ point. Dallas. It, yeah, but you can get 
the opportunities for trades are huge because you just need to get by every week. Like I'm trying to trade for a tight end because I have Logan Thomas on by. Like I just need a tight end, so I'm just going to trade for one. <laughs> I'm going to try to, you know. You know where to find me. It's like that's a better place to find a tight end than on the waiver wire. So it's a good point. Hawkins, yeah, come get Hawkins, man. Um, I got you. All right, Luke. He's, he's the he, he's the next Gronk. Up, oh, remember, remember <laughs> the fifth of November when I said that. Yeah. Yeah, that take hasn't aged well, but we still got more time. Um, all right, so let's move on. We're going to move on from Team Zimmerman. And finally, we have um, Robert moving up in our podcast as opposed to down. I bet he's excited about that. Coming in at number six, the Rain City Bitch Pigeons. Bitch pigeons, baby, are coming at you. That's the bird call, baby. We do it when we win. I know you haven't heard it in a long time. I told you South Beach wasn't ready for us. And now, the sissy little stallions are next to my shit list, motherfuckers. I told you once, and I'll tell you again. Bobby D ain't going out like a bitch. We're coming for everybody. And Stagger, you're next on my shit list, motherfucker. Here we go. Right, city bitch pigeons, motherfucker. Ah! You deserve it, Bob. Yes. What what commitment, man, to whatever character that was. I love that. I love it, man. 18 seconds. We're like him walking to the ring. I had to listen twice because I wasn't sure if that beginning part was him, like murmuring as the music was on, or if it was part of the song. It's totally part of the song, but it, it could totally have been Bob, like getting fired up for that. That was amazing. That was yeah. That was that was all. Oh, that was so great, man. He has really embraced uh, league heel, and uh, you know what? I haven't been pulling for him all year, but I'm pulling for him this week. It, 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 his yeah, his commitment to the character was was amazing. There was like one point when. He was talking about beating Stager's team where he like got dark for a second and said, fucking Stager, you know, and then he pulled out of it. And uh, boy, that that's the type of thing that gets you moved up in the power rankings. I, Bobby uh, D ain't going out like no bitch. Yeah. His voice is cracking. At me. <laughs> he, he's not going out like a bitch. And he's yeah, he's the bitch pigeons. Um, yes. And, you know, I've never I've never heard a pigeon make that noise before, but. Um, I believe it. Dude, I mean, you know what? Bob is making all these moves. Like, you know, conventional wisdom would be like, no, man, don't give up Chubb. Don't give up Antonio. Wait it out, right? But Bob's like, no, man, I got talent right now, and I need to win right now. So he's making moves for right now. And I love it, man. I really do love it. I think uh, this is, like, completely opposite of what my logic would be. But I think that's why this league has such a big fucking glob. You know what I mean? Because like, it's it, we we have all the perspectives uh, representative here. Represented here. Yeah, he, he the Herbert pickup was good. He it, first of all, I'm I'm curious how like some of these trades, like t- so much time's gonna go by. We're gonna either gonna forget about it. Or we're not going to know how to evaluate it because how how do you evaluate some of these? Do you go back and say, well, if I would have had this guy on my team, uh, you know, he would have scored this amount and I would have won this game. Bob just doesn't think like that. He's like very much in the moment. Bob's, you know what, Bob? Me and Bob went to Andrews. um, He talked for like the whole time. He's like the most in the moment, like centered. What's going on at the time? It was refreshing. Like I talk, I talk a lot in my job. It was nice to just sit there and listen as he just rambled on. He's very in the moment. He uses mindfulness. He doesn't think about 
what this move's going to be. You know, he isn't anxious as himself out of deals. Um, you know, I think Bob actually now that hearing you say that and like working with Bob and seeing Bob like problem solve and shit like that, like Bob is really at his best in like moments of chaos in the moment. You know what I mean? Like I so I think I think this is gold. I think I think this is going to work out great for him. Yeah, I really do. He, he's look, I'll say this about Bob on that car ride to Andrews sober as a bird the same guy as when we did like an eight ball of cocaine at three o'clock in the morning at, at his apartment yeah. on Wallingford. <laughs> that's same guy. True. Same guy. Same yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's weird, man. Cause I don't expect anyone to be the same <laughs> in those situations. Um, but Bob is just the, the ultimate, like great temperament. Um, and he's finally, it's kind of good to see the league manager in the league. And now I look at his team and um, he's, he's got formidable. a lot of and I actually, formidable. Yeah. I actually think that's a better trade for him than Drew. Um, yeah, it might be. So. I do too. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I saw that. I was like, man, you know, uh, I this this is just so fitting, and I'm glad that he's sticking with it. You know what I mean? The the, the thing I, is, is if Brown and Brady look like they did together like a year and a half ago or two years ago, it's going to be scary because he loves throwing those short routes and like he just seems to like throwing those routes to, to guys like brown and so then it might be different but and if you think about it like our league leader right now is having like an identity crisis right he's questioning he's looking at himself in the mirror and he's saying i don't know if i'm good enough right and bob is not doing that <laughs> bob knows he is right so bob Bob's i don't know who he's playing next week he's dude he's playing stagger Oh my God! Yeah. He's loading oh, up. This is so to go perfect. Find the biggest yeah, dude, this is biggest so... dude in the playground, <laughs> biggest dude in the prison yard, and Bob's getting fired up. He's hitting, he's, he's hitting Stagger at a vulnerable go, moment. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna go make Stagger his bitch. The my the funniest thing listening to you guys is we just went from Bob being like his little audio thing being like the most hostile thing, like best thing in the world. You guys ended that being like, you know, he's he's just a level headed guy. I just <laughs> like, love him to like, death. Yeah, dude. I love just him. Just lives for, in the yeah. moment. Just Absolutely. <laughs> that's why the character's so perfect. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. So, I just, it was, it was that's, you're right, though. That's a good observation. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll, we'll see what Bob we get next week. Will it be that version of Bob, or will it be like, you know, you had a bad day, you didn't know why? <laughs> you know, which, which one is it going to be? So let's uh, let's jump let's jump into our next team. We're going to move on to number five in our power rankings. I'm so hyphy, hyphy. For years, I've been telling you guys never to take no for an answer, right? You know, to, to keep pushing, to never hang up the phone until you get what you want. Because you all deserve it. You know this fucking deal that I'm about to sign? Barring me from the securities industry, barring me from Stratton, my home. The fuck is that? You know, I'll tell you what it is. It's 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 me taking no for an answer. You know, it's them, it's them selling me, not the other way around. It's it's me being a hypocrite, is what it is. So. You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving! looking so high early and you know he's had a couple of down weeks and it just makes me wonder i you know i mean i got a question you know how's the shed how's the shed coming drew 
How many oh, sheds dude. has he built in the Yeah, in like have you been taking a day off or what? What's going took, on? I've man? been taking like three weeks off because of the whole fucking HOA thing. Which <laughs> this is really fucking putting but it I'm on a, a two-week I'm on a two-week losing streak. Walk. <laughs> you just cured me, man. It's like let me get back Perfect. to work, neighbors. Yeah. I gotta we gotta cut this podcast short, man. We got enough daylight. The lo- get some work done. You finally benefited from from Mr. Logan Thomas, so I was happy for you. That's true. Oh. Yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, Felt I was so like, good. man, there he is. Next Darren Waller right there. I can't believe you got him back, man. You know, that that was interesting because, like, when I saw Gronk there and Austin Hooper had appendicitis, like, I like this week, I was like, Cleveland's tight ends are going to go off, you know, and then Austin Hooper <laughs> got appendicitis. So I was like, fuck, I got to go back to, like, my 2012 team to beat Dave, and this isn't looking good. My starting lineup this week does not look good. I don't know if you guys. Uh, yeah, that. I, I just checked it out. What do you, what's your take on that on, um, on my lineup right I, now, I, Dave? I, I look at, like I said, man. You you were like a clear top three team, and now now it's t- you know Amari Cooper doesn't look as good. Obviously, with with whoever that guy is, that Italian guy who's their third string quarterback. Danucci. I don't believe he's a Danucci. Yeah. You guys are gonna know Danucci's name. He's gonna be like the next Tony Romo. We're climbing on him now. He's going to be the number one waiver. Well, he's going to be on Lines' team this week. Yeah, he's going to drop a 40 on on somebody. Is it you? L- L- Lines is playing me. Yeah, don't, don't put <laughs> that evil start on Danucci. me. I will. Pass it over to you. <laughs> Nobody beats Lines. I haven't beat Lines. <laughs> I can't beat Lines. <laughs> no, I, I can't beat him either. I don't uh, know what to tell you. I, no, I, don't have, have, yeah. I don't have that elixir, that magic potion. No. Yeah, Jesus. Um, you, you have a running back problem. Yeah, tell me about it. I, th- I yeah, think so Drew, like, as we, we were talking about Bob in the now, I think Drew has a now problem. He's just, like, thinking for, like, way too much future issues. <laughs> yeah, my now problem is I don't give a shit about yeah, the now. Exactly. about week 13. <laughs> if, if, you, like, if you could go back and just, like, stay with your team, would you have done it? Uh, no, dude, this is a complete ego thing. You know what this is? This is me thinking, you know what, guys? I'm going to find a way to win. Over the next five weeks, four weeks, I'm good enough. Somehow, I'm, I'm no better than everybody. <laughs> that what come week thirteen when the playoffs start or fourteen or whatever. <laughs> now I'm gonna have the best team available, and that ego that's gonna kill me because I'm gonna just go like on a five game losing streak and and you know finish outside of the playoff. Yeah, the the Rogers you you could have got like looking back now, Rogers could have could have pulled you someone who's through these productive and plays. Um, yeah, like the last three weeks, yeah, he would have been better than Josh Allen. Anyways, we're spending too much time on my team, so let's <laughs> he's like, on. this is too cut. much of a downer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, this is a downer. I feel down. <laughs> I feel like my mood's Dave. Just you're, you're looking so good, and then let's spend 15 minutes. Like, I'm, 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 I've been anchored at is. the top all year. Dave's just taking out this like pent up. He's like, I got fucking a hundred more points scored than Drew, and I'm in eighth place. It's not. It wasn't tangible, but it's probably there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, uh, but yeah, there there is a reality where my team ends up being one of the most scary teams in the league, like week thirteen. But I have to get there first. But that's what that's what makes this league so fucking scary. It's like you can't overlook anyone. Who are you playing this week? Well, that's a good question. I'm playing. Um, Luke Duke. Luke Duke. Oh, wow. That's a fuck, man. I don't want, I'm not even going to pick that. I'm going to leave that to Luke Duke. Yeah, this is a weird one. We're both coming into this at like the exact same place. If we were top three teams for a while, we were on a slide. We're not operating at full strength. Some of our luck's running out. It's going to be an interesting one. This is a kind of a game changer. I think whoever loses this one could go on a pretty good slide. It's like the Swindler's Cup, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, okay. All right. All right. We're going to move on to a team that's playing chess while we're all playing checkers. Coming in number four, Genius Tendencies. One particle of titanium has a nuclear reaction with a flux capacitor. Carry the two, changing its atomic isotoner into a radioactive spider. science let me lines. say something about lines first okay yeah, it, yeah, yeah. i'm not doing the tendencies with a question mark anymore i'm just sick of doing it um i think he did he change it i don't know if he changed it nope. like, you stubborn bastard um lines shouldn't have projections 
you shouldn't have projections. It should just have like hieroglyphics on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like it's like the projections are like a personal fuck you to his existence. And he does. And it just it never plays out that way. He yeah. he gets so many like he has the most players to score under seven. And the same week, three guys score over 29, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> guys, like, get, like, triple their projections, and then guys get, like, triple under their projections. Yeah. Whatever zone you put teams in, he puts – he his team goes into the opposite zone, you know? Dude, he – he I, I swear, he must feed off, like, watching these videos and telling him who's going to do well. He's just like, this guy's a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like, he just must, like, just – Feed off his bull, like, and you know what? Uh, I mean, Devonte Parker hasn't done anything for him this year. Uh, the Michael P. Ryan is like just starting to come on. Uh, he has the balls to start Marvin Jones over Cl- Chase Claypool. Like, I wish I had the balls to make these kind of moves. You know, like I, we kind of touched on it before, where like I've said, like. If I'm drafting a guy like Chris Carson, like Cole has, he's in my starting lineup every week. I don't have the balls to, like, drop him. But guys like Cole and Lines and Art and Tor and, like, Bob, like, these guys are showing you, like, why you got to be ballsy in these choice moments. So, you know what? Uh, Take your opportunities to hit these home runs because they are out there. I agree with you with Lions and having big balls, but it seems like the – the, the amount of people with big balls is expanding in our league. It's, a, it's it, true. The it's glob, working, the glob balls. It's like, it's like we, we, we don't know shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I agree. I have no fantasy balls at all. I, I outsource my balls to Dalton Bildon. And... <laughs> um, but, but I agree with you. He, Lions is, last year won our championship. This year, you know, you might – you know, like my dog, he tilts his head when I say a certain word and he's confused. I look at his team sometimes, I'm confused. And I have no right, no right to be. I should be asking him for fancy advice and he should be reluctant to give me so. Yes, um, yes. yes. And you know what? He's got like, like I said, like he's got the best Devontae's in the league this week too. He's going to be, you know, Last year was like a weak year on uh, receiving touchdowns. I think Kenny Galladay led it with like 11. But uh-huh. you know who was in second place was Devontae Parker. And he hasn't done shit all year. And he's got a healthy Devontae Adams, a healthy Devontae Parker, and Tyler Boyd in his like true starting receiver spot. And he could still put Clay's Chase Claypool in there. That is fucking scary as fuck, man. I do not. Oh, and, I can't and, believe and, I'm playing this. Yeah, you are really week. hammering that Claypool thing in. It's like, you, you, do you think that his, he's made that decision already? Has he already talked to you about it? No, no, um, I haven't talked to him. Or is he it. like, I think, take it I hope, totally I hope fucking he keeps with it you. as it is. But I'm not confident that, you know, Marvin Jones also hasn't killed it all year. He hasn't peaked yet. So, I mean, he's due. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like. Lions you know is crazy? like playing like these like he's 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 he Lions is hustling and we're all trying to figure out how to how what the rules are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Lions is like five steps ahead of us somehow, and I don't even know what what what, what how we play the game yet. What if Tua just totally changes the Dolphins' offense? Devonte Parker turns into like just absolute beast too, which is totally something that would happen to a Lions player. Yeah, like what if? Tua Tua guy Vailoa <laughs> turns into like the best <laughs> QB in the league. Yeah, ace that one, man. That that I mean, that's that's a scary and this is the week to do it too. And you know what? Yeah, I'm looking at all his like players and they all have red lights <laughs> on their matchup and like rain and shit. You Dave, do you sense the fear in Walker's voice when he talks about playing lines this yeah, week? Yeah, it's like a um psycho babbling. You know, it's like you I'm not worthy. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I'm, the Claypool, Marvin Jones, it sounds like Walker's uh, trying to push him into a, like being anxious about that decision, you know? Um, it's like Walker wants him to play Claypool instead of Jones because it'll be more conventional. And when Lions goes unconventional, he just throws all the math out the window and it's like it seems to work for him. So I don't know. 
Walk- it's a valid fear. It's a valid fear, though. You know, do you remember last year when I think it was um, Monday Night Football and it was the Jets and Sam Darnold threw like three picks and they they came up to him and they had him mic'd up and he said like I'm seeing, I'm seeing ghosts. ghosts. Oh remember yeah, yeah I'm seeing ghosts. You, yeah. you you play lines and then you sit there on Sunday and you watch Red Zone all day long. It's like I don't know who there. I am anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you sit there, and you're just like I just saw a bunch of ghosts. Like <laughs> what 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 the fuck just happened? <laughs> like Devonte Adams just kept scoring points. I thought the game was over and like. They were like up by like forty points, and he keeps scoring points. Like, it just keeps happening. To be it's honest, like, like he could start Tim Patrick in that spot, and I'd still feel the same way. <laughs> like, I like yep. Tim Patrick. Yeah, I gotta love Tim Patrick. Yeah, Tim Patrick will have his best week when Lions chooses to uh, allow him to have his best week. Um, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, he has he has a big matchup, obviously, with you this week. Um, I'm obviously then- gonna never forget that Marv- he played Marvin Jones this week. Um, that'll never leave my brain. And yeah, I'll be watching because that'll directly affect you because you have Galladay, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I do. So oh, he's fucking with you. That's yeah, so, that's yeah, beautiful. like that's any, beautiful. Any points Marvin Jones gets, he's directly stealing them from me. That's beautiful. And he had LaMichael P. Ryan like three weeks before uh <laughs> Le'Veon Bell left, right? So it's not, he was on he was on P. Ryan early. <laughs> yeah, with, with no preseason. <laughs> With nothing. Nobody knew who the fuck the LaMichael P. Ryan yeah. was. How does someone Lions do this? picked him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, Lions, ma- Lions made him. He's going to call him. He, I fucking made you. Yeah. Like, you he's are. like, I'm going to start you all year. Week six, you're going to start killing. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. We're going to move on from the genius. Um. We're going to go into number three. Coming in at number three, pump your Drake's. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Nigga, started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Nigga, started from Man, Grady. Grady is just fucking solid. You know, I mean, I... Uh... Three in a row. Yeah, three. He's the hottest team in the league right now. That's crazy, oh, yeah. man. He's like, he's like, you know what? Like four and three might not seem like a huge milestone, but like from what this fucker has had to overcome, like in two years, <laughs> just I, actually, it's it's all attributed to Saquon Barkley. But uh, I I can't believe like I, I I was talking to him the other night and I was looking at a squad. I was like, nah, you. You know what? You haven't had to come over. You haven't had to overcome any adversity this year. And he was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I've had to overcome the most adversity." And I, you know what? I every like when you said uh, you can look at the last three players on a guy's bench. If you look at the last three players on Grady's bench, they're all like he could trade them all and get like a like you know what Drew hopes to have. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was just gonna say. Great. I look at. I'm looking. I'm staring at Grady's team while you're talking, and I realize that Grady is the team that I want to be right now. Yeah. Like, still competitive this week, but also building for Week 13. That's what I wish I was. The thing is, is like, it, in this league, you just want to be trending upwards. It almost, it almost means more than your record. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just like, how you feeling right now? Because <laughs> when he in this week, he's got a couple guys out, but. Like a few weeks ago, it was Drew and Stager. Um, Lions is kind of Luke. this team with the, you know, the Joker of our league, right? Um, but like, yeah, Luke Duke was there. It, you just you don't want to be like looking at your lineup and being like, I have no hope or have very little hope. Grady is stacked at all positions. The thing I'm scared about this week is that Mahomes is playing the Jets um, and he has the Chiefs defense. Oh, yeah, big matchup. That maybe we've talked about yeah. already, but this is the matchup of the week. Yeah, and I, and you know, losing a Walker, I knew this. I think I said this in the previous podcast. I gotta be Walker because I got a tough matchup against Grady. Um, I I don't know, like I I haven't seen Grady in a long time, but he seems, strikes me as a hard guy to be like competitive with. Like he's a, he's a pretty nice, like well well adjusted guy. But um, he's. I, I'll give you a good story. I uh, I remember playing horse with Grady, and he beat me four times in a row. And my really my only goal was to not get shut out by him. So I thought he was gonna like say, 
now I don't want to play anymore. So like to bait him into it, I was like, I know you don't have what it takes to beat me five times in a row. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, dude. Yeah. Dave, I think you're off on that. Grady's like one of the most competitive. Okay. Motherfuckers I, 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 I am. Off, okay. I am off on that. <laughs> like, oh man. I remember we, he wants we went to it a, so bad. We went to a party. He's like, I can't believe you just said question that. Is, yeah. Is of course we got game five going. Yeah, we went to a party in Oregon one time, and it was this house, and we were just pre-funking, and we were only supposed to be there for, like, a really small amount of time. But me and Grady started playing beer pong. We are on the same team, and we challenged everybody at the house. We be, we I think we we played, like, 10 straight games because we wouldn't stop playing because we were just challenging everybody in the house that walked by us. Like, we wouldn't stop. And, that, like, I don't know. Grady's man, he's where I, th- I thought he would be. I look at Grady, though, like, and what he's done this year. And then I like walk, you kind of touched on it. We touched on it last week. This team could have Saquon Barkley in it, this lineup. I know. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm what the hell is that? <laughs> that scares me for the future of this league. Or that Grady is. Yeah, he's, if he lands on a first round pick, we're all fun. Yeah. We're going to all lose for four years and be like, this isn't even fun anymore. Fuck this league. He's, he's, yeah. uh, he's up for GM of the year. You know, you obviously find out next week in our, um, award show, our long awaited award show. But, you know, if, if, if he is a competitive guy, and I'm wrong about that, Grady, I'm sorry. Um, if, if he's really competitive, then he could start anyone and win, right? So he could actually leave a spot open this week and win. So, you know, I, I bet he won't do that either, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I will say this, though. Like, Grady is kind of feeling himself, it looks like, just from his roster, because C.D. Lamb is not a good start this week with – Whoever the fuck Dallas has that uh, QB, Vince Papali, right or some or yeah 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 yeah, yeah. footsteps Falco yeah. is coming in, and uh, I, you know I mean he doesn't really have anybody to start him because he's like looking like I can I can wait this out and wait for a couple more weeks so that might be the only thing that bites him. You know uh, what I mean? I don't know like. But you look at his team, and he normally that'd be Terry McLaurin, right, or or like some combination of Terry McLaurin and CD and. Corey Davis or whatever. But, I wish <laughs> he's so yeah, good. Like, fight me. Yeah, but like uh, the fact that CD Lamb is like his weakness on his team right now—that's that's pretty that's crazy. That just shows how yeah, good. That's a, yeah. That just shows how good the rest of his team is. You don't want to face that team when CD Lamb is the worst player on the team you're facing. You're like, fuck. Who the re- who else is on his team? Yeah, I bet you. I, I actually, I'll, I'm going to make a prediction. I bet you he does a two tight end um, start this week. <laughs> That's what I'm Ooh. calling the Hayden Hurst Waller combination. Um, so now Dave shit. is definitely baiting. He's trying to bait Gritty in. Yep. That that's intentional. Yeah, that's that's like Walker and foul. Chase Claypool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not a bad call. See right through you, Dave. It's it's in the Atlanta. Um, yeah, it's playing Carolina. It's a big matchup this week. It's fun to go into these big matchups. Um, you know, I love it. It always works out for me. So let's um, <laughs> let's move on. From Gritty. <laughs> Let's move on from Grady and move in. Before I have a breakdown, uh, we're going to go to number two on our power rankings. Um, you know, the one of the best GMs, point scorers, <laughs> just one of the, you know, we, I wish we could all do it like Walker. He, you know, no luck at all. Players holiday. No, I don't want him to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I hate you. you. <laughs> I hate you so much. I... <laughs> God. Just don't say anything, Walker. <laughs> Do you want to hear from Walker right now? Talk about his team. Do we want to hear? Oh, yeah, Walker yeah, talk I'd about love to hear. It. Go ahead. He's earned it. Go ahead, Walker. You know, uh, going into this week, like, like my 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 biggest anxiety is like I have like the team from 2012, and I had to start Rob Gronkowski, and I was looking at it, and I was like, you know, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, Gronk, uh, Zeke, and. Kenny Galladay, all these guys, I was like, fuck, man, like, I, I'm really, like, hitching all my wagons to over 30s players, <laughs> like, they're all, everybody would, like, everybody knows who they are, but they're, they're just, like, surprised they're still playing, I think. Yeah, but, it, I mean, you're right, you have, but the thing is, is you have the right guys over 30, you know, 
It's like you don't like, and then you mix in a Robbie Anderson or Jeff, Justin Jefferson in there. Um, man, you the Gronk move was really a really strong move. I mean, I know there's not many tight ends on the waiver wire, so what was your choice? But it was a strong move. Um, that was a really good week to have the second waiver wire and Drew having the. I mean, not Drew. Uh, uh, Grady had the white buffalo, so I knew he wasn't gonna take. Well, I thought he wasn't gonna take Gronk, but I wasn't sure. But uh, I, uh, it was a really good week. I needed Gronk. You know what I mean? Because you had the points to beat me. You know what I mean? Like I, like this was a bad week for me. Like I, you know what? I say this every fucking week. Like <laughs> this is a bad week for me. Like I'm just hoping my guys are gonna peak soon. You know what I mean? Like I just, I, I, I think. Maybe Justin Jefferson is peaked, but nobody else is like peaked. Maybe maybe Matt Ryan has seen the best of his uh, season so far, but none of my other guys are peaked. So that is one thing I'm scary. And you know what else? Uh, the lowest scoring point scorer on my team was my first round pick this week. So, I mean, that is something to look forward to. You know what I mean? Oof. If you um, yeah, I regret you know how I regret we were talking about letting him talk. I, I drew sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was a lot to take good. in. Yeah, that I, was a I lot. Tried about... to give myself credit. <laughs> um, I I do like you just Zeke found is yourself in the torture chamber, bro. Against Khalid. That's what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted to hear. That was that's where like that was part of it. Yeah. Uh, Zeke's got the all red matchups coming up, and a week ten bye. It's the story and of my life, man. <laughs> that offense, man. The Cowboys, they're just the easiest team to hate in the world, and they suck. And it's like the best thing ever. It's easy. It's it's weird to like hate a team that has no success recently, but you still hate them, right? It's like it's weird. The Astros, the yeah. Cowboys, and I guess the Yankees. Um, you have your receiving core is just ridiculous. Um, Robbie Anderson, Julio Jones, Galladay, and Jefferson. <laughs> Just you have just studs, wide receivers. Sorry, your whole fucking long rant about your team just like like I can't even talk now. Yeah, you know? <laughs> no, you, man. You, just, you went on if, like a three minute monologue. Did I really? Fucking I didn't even yeah. realize how much time I was if like. If Lions scores out. like ninety eight against you this week, I'll believe all of what you're saying. This is the week you prove <laughs> it. Oh, this is the week you have to like, prove it. Yeah, all right, exactly. we're gonna move into number one. No changes at all. Top of our league. Lost last week, stays at number one. Coming in, the sweat, no, 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 the staggering stallions. Hello, Hawk Doggers. This is Holly Stagger, longtime listener, first time caller. Shout out to the host for such a great show. And Walker, your one liners are hilarious. I'm flattered that I might be Mark's good luck charm. And I am happy that he's doing well. But truthfully, I wish that fantasy football was over so I didn't have to compete with his stallions anymore. But look out, Bob. Our horses are well-fed this week and ready to run. Have a great weekend, guys. Go Hawks. Oh, man, that's awesome, dude. That, uh, you know, with Steger kind of training downward a little bit and Bob just ripping into him earlier, I mean, (laughs) couldn't be the – a better counteractive uh, call in for for Holly right here. It's perfect timing. It it's like when you put those Bob's take and her take like in you know oppose one another. It's almost like Trump debating like a reasonable politician. That's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> and she she sounded like she had appropriate pauses. She didn't sound like she was rushing. It was just like really well crafted. Um, and you know. Stager's like we said before, or maybe I said before to myself, he's he's having a crisis of identity right now. And his team, when you look at it, you think, oh, the outlook is kind of changed a little bit, whether that's true or not. And it does seem like the glob has its tentacles out and he's trying to get Stager to come join the glob, um, which is dangerous. You don't want to be there. I'm there and I don't want to be there. No, that is a uh, dangerous thing to think about. The glob is you don't know when or where are you going to come out of there? Also, my, my girlfriend, like, walks by me when I'm doing this, shakes her head and walks away. Like, getting her, like, I'm from what Holly said, it sounds like she's listened to our podcast before. So that means we have one new listener, a loyal listener at that. Um, and yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm just extra- extraordinarily impressed. Um, and what, what a great way 
to kind of finish our power rankings this week. Yeah, leading off with number one. That's a great way to send off uh, the number one stallion into the sunset. Yes, and 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 he's a, he's still number one. He's lost the game, even though we're saying he's he has a quote unquote identity crisis. He still has a top spot, and um, and he's facing a, just a, a crazy person this week in Bob. Um, and you know, I, when I listen to that sound, I'm imagining Bob in like a leotard walking down a, like a pro wrestling um, strip in, into a match with Stager and a really reasonable spokesperson in Holly Stager. So <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try. I gotta have Bob mix up one of those pre-workouts for me. See what, see what he's, see what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Just have like a medical pref- uh, personnel. On <laughs> like, yeah, right next to the EMT. Yeah. That was, that was a hell of a way to end the week. Um, you know, that was the set week seven recap. We got into it. We had some good discussions about our teams. We're looking forward now uh, to week eight. We ironed out some of the tough matchups, the big matchups this week. So let's close it out. We're looking forward to next week. We're going to do the awards, the fantasy awards, the little bit late midseason awards. And, um, you know, we'll obviously analyze the power rankings again. But uh, good week, fellas. And we'll see you next time. See you guys. Peace out.